In your own life, where are the thin places, by which I mean the places where the distance between heaven and earth seem to diminish, where you may get glimpses of the eternal? Maybe, maybe it's a place like this, the candles help, a place set aside as holy. For me, one of those thin places, and we can have several of them, is the shoreline, especially quite early in the morning when I kind of have the place to myself. I enjoy the beach at any time, even when crowded with all of humanity on display. But the moments of early morning quiet give me a chance to look out over the water's surface with no eastern obstruction. It can feel like a glance into infinity. And as I walk along, I often ask myself, what is going on under the surface? I know there is depth. I know there is life there. It's not given to me to see, but I have no doubt it's real. As such, it becomes a thin place. A teacher once told me that the doctrines or the teachings of the church are given to us as buoy markers on the surface of the water. They are not objects of worship. They are not the one we follow. Rather, they offer a sense of directions amidst what is unknown and mysterious. They are pointers. They indicate depths. I've come to believe that the doctrine of the Trinity is one of those buoy markers. This is a Sunday when we focus on the doctrine of the Trinity. I think it may be the only Sunday in the year focused on a bit of teaching, which signals the importance of this teaching amid all the mystery of life. The doctrine of the Trinity is suggested in any number of places in Scripture, beginning with the story of creation. Jesus left his disciples with a commission to baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, with the arrival of the Spirit at Pentecost, which we celebrated last week, the first Christians got a powerful demonstration of three persons present in the unity, which we call the one God. Over the first centuries of the church and well beyond, there have been spirited debates, to say the least, about how to talk about the Trinity and what the doctrine means, again signaling that we are dealing with great mystery. St. Paul said, we see through a glass darkly. So if the metaphor of a buoy marker is at all helpful, what does that marker indicate? When we speak of the Trinity, we are point, being pointed to the mystery that in some way God is by definition community. God is by definition relationship. A priest I admire, his name is Martin Smith, wrote a wonderful book on prayer called The Word is Very Near You. And there's a chapter in that book entitled God is a Conversation. And Smith makes the point that the persons of the Trinity are already and always in conversation. And you and I are amazingly, graciously invited to participate in that conversation but the conversation proceeds one way or the other, as it has for eternity. More to the point, Augustine framed the Trinity in the language of love, saying, 
that it is a trinity of the lover, the beloved, and the love that goes between them. That is underscored by a more recent saint, presiding Bishop Michael Curry, who emphasizes that it's not a, if it's not about love, it's not about God. I'm mindful this month that love is love is love. So what is the so what factor to all this? Why does it matter? Why do we give it a Sunday? When the news of the day might make us believe otherwise, we claim that at the heart of all that exists, there is love, there is community, there is relationship. It's been there from the beginning. It's been demonstrated historically in the person of Jesus, word made flesh embodying divine compassion. It comes among us now as spirit like wind and fire, equipping us with the fruits of love, joy, patience, kindness. It will always be. And we are invited to be part of it all, part of the community. Amazing grace, indeed. There's mystery for sure. There's unfathomable depth. There's a whole lot we don't know as we see through that glass darkly, but we know enough because, because we know that love is at the center. So if we want to tap into that life, if we want to be part of that conversation, we are called to practice love of God and love of neighbor. The marvel is that the opportunities to do that surround us. They meet us in this very service, lighting a candle, sharing bread and wine. They will find us as we leave this place this evening. They will go us, with us in this week and all the days ahead as we seek to bring healing to our big and beautiful and oh-so-broken world. We can be part of that community, that relationship, that conversation, that trinity of love. We can be part of it anywhere, at any time, so that any place can be, for us, a thin place. <laughs>